Hello and welcome back to Burning Questions. My name is Mbali and this is the show that answers all your burning questions. Um, so today I have two amazing guests, Alex and Peggy. Guys, welcome to Burning Questions. Hi Mbali, hi Alex. Thanks for having me on. How's it guys? It's but a pleasure. So guys, okay, let's get right into it. So um, our question for this week is actually based on um, the episode that we had last week where we were talking about what exactly is BEE, how does the system work, has the BEE um, actually done something um, in South Africa? And the follow-up question that we got um, is what other alternatives are there to BEE? Um, Alex, I'll start with you. Sure. So I guess you guys would have covered that BE doesn't work. Um, and I think yes. the, the the simple thing is what what does it fail to do, right? It it doesn't get give people jobs, it doesn't get people out of poverty, um, and doesn't alleviate hunger, all of which are kind of a, a, an ecosystem themselves. So mm-hmm. if we want to address that, you know, the central thing to be is is it being a race based policy. Um, so what we need to do is get rid of that criteria. Um, mm-hmm. in terms of creating jobs, in terms of hiring practices. So mm-hmm. what the Institute of Race Relations has done is they've developed a policy called NEED, which is called the Non-Racial um, Economic Empowerment for the Disadvantaged. And basically mm-hmm. what they've done is they've made your social status uh, the central tenet of um, sort of, of criteria for, for policy. So how that, how that works is basically you would incentivize businesses instead of trying to hire uh, people based on their race, uh, which is pretty scary that the three of us talking about this all born post-apartheid are discussing a racial yeah. policy um, <laughs> is to get rid of, to get rid of race um, mm-hmm. and yeah. re- basically re- replace it with economic uh, status. Um, so what, what the need policy says is essentially you incentivize businesses to hire people um, who are from a poor economic background or mm-hmm. low economic standing. Um, and then you, because the problem with BE is that it disincentivizes businesses, it fuels corruption, it funds patronage networks, and then you've got things like affirmative action, preferential procurement, and, you know, with South Africa, we like we know a lot about corruption, um, but BEE <laughs> yes. and race-based policies are the mechanisms that really allow it to happen. So, this need policy essentially does that, um, and yeah. then the extension of it is to give people power back uh, in the hands of communities um, to help themselves. Um, mm-hmm. And they, the the Institute of Race Relations, punts via a voucher system which which they've divided into three different sectors. Now, if we think back to, you know, what are we trying to solve? Joblessness, and uh, poverty, and, and, and hunger. Um, yeah. You know, so they, they've got a school voucher system, a healthcare voucher system, and a housing voucher system. Um, mm-hmm. And so instead of uh, government spending being used on uh, going through various funnels and you pay this guy to get this deal and this RDB house can be built, but only if you go through this guy is mm. to actually give that money to parents um, 
for education vouchers, give that money to um, breadwinners to use to yeah. upgrade their homes in places that they need. Um, you know, it could be for safety. It could be, um, you know, it could be for uh, power generation, water, whatever it is. Um, and so the essence of it is to give power back to people to to help themselves. Mm. Okay. All right. Thanks, Alex, for that um, for that brief uh, explanation of what NEED is about. Uh, Becky, what is your take? Yeah, my take is just to further echo what Alex has mentioned in terms of the costs mm -hmm. of PE uh, towards the South African economy. And uh, a great majority of South Africans actually don't benefit from BE policies, only the ones that are politically connected. Uh, that benefit from BE and procurement policy and tender deals and so forth. Uh, and we see this also through IR polling data, in which they state about 15% of people benefit from BE, as well as uh, preferential procurement deals. And it comes at the expense of everyone in society in South Africa in terms of the services that needs to be delivered when, to, when, when these particular individuals carry these contracts. It's led with corruption, uh, yeah. incompetency and actually not delivering on the intended purpose of that uh, particular tender. In fact, it even at, at times at inflated prices, which taxpayers had need, need to pay uh, for mm -hmm. that uh, for that for those in, uh, inflated prices. So, and that leads that raises the question then as to why is it that we don't see policies that um, actually uh, benefit a great majority of South Africans, and we also see this important data where a large proportion of South Africans actually agree on the need for classification of uh, a dis economically disadvantaged individual based on social economic standing of that individual and not on race, because you see if based on race policies they don't benefit from. And I think this is largely because that the current administration will, is not inclined to implement policies that actually would allow a great majority of South Africans to upskill themselves in the labor market as well as in other economic fields. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, Beggy, thanks for that. Uh, so for burning questions, guys, we have a new segment. It's very cool. Um, so this is where we review a code card of the week, basically. And today's code card, um, I think Becky and Alex will definitely agree that it, it links to what we're talking about, which is um, give that individual um, power, give them the power to decide what they want to do with their lives, how they can um, empower themselves. So the code card um, that we have today is by Mwelez Mbeki, and it reads, if we want our economy to break out where it was wobbled by apartheid policies. We have to promote entrepreneurship in the major, in the majority of um, the population. Uh, Becky and Alex, what are your thoughts on uh, on this code card that we, we just saw now? 100% agree. Uh, we need more entrepreneurs to hire people in South Africa, and mm -hmm. we need more entrepreneurs to start up businesses and so forth. And in order to get that, we need policies that incentivizes entrepreneurs as well as incentivizes new employment, uh, which would mean scrapping that of EWC, scrapping that of minimum wages, as well as that of scrapping that of BE policies, which mm -hmm. does not incentivize investment into the country. In fact, is 
it is at the detriment of investment levels in the country. You can look at gross fixed cap formation as a proportion of GDP, which has been massively declining from 2007 from 26% as a proportion mm -hmm. of GDP to where it currently is at 15%. So we need policies that enable uh, fixed investment levels to increase in South Africa to grow at levels of about three to five percent, the same levels in which we saw under the leadership of Nelson and Mandela and Thabo Mbeki. In the absence of that, unfortunately, the years ahead in South Africa is that of economic stagnation. Mm, okay, yeah, definitely agree. Alex, any last uh, words? Yeah, I think it comes down to people being able to do things for themselves. Um, mm. And the problem now is that not only people don't have the ability to do that uh, through bad policy, um, but the the government is actively promoting policies that make it more difficult for people to yeah. to uh, get out of poverty and and get create get jobs essentially. Um, yeah. So I think I mean the one thing I would add to that is that central to this is you know it's a, it's a, it's accountability you know and a, the free market enables competition. You'd find the same thing with schools. Um, mm -hmm. You know, if you had a housing, if you had a school voucher, rather, um, you know, you'd have parents being uh, more given more choices to where they send their kids because the schools would mm -hmm. have to be more competitive. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we, we need a we need an environment where people can uh, cre help create jobs and foster uh, uh, entrepreneur. I don't. I think South Africans have entrepreneurial uh, abilities and that's the spirit. Um, but it's just mm -hmm. about letting people. Uh, Letting people do that, and I think one just to just to cap off, you know, you know, we all in the the youth bracket, and you know, under the expanded definition, which includes people who uh, have given up looking for work or or not in training, you know, mm -hmm. people between eighteen and twenty five, so you know, seventy five percent, approximately seventy five yeah. percent don't have jobs. Um, yeah. So, I think it is really a massive massive issue that we need to tackle and we can start by by implementing some of the policy uh, recommendations that Becky has mentioned. Yeah, 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 definitely. Basically, uh, give people more freedom of yes. choice. Give parents more freedom of choice where they want, where they want to send their kids. Give parents the freedom of choice where they would like to get their health care, for example, which would mean stopping such policies as national health insurance schemes. No, sorry to interject there, Alex. No problem. No problem, Vicky. You can go on and on. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Cool. Yeah. Um, anyways, guys, thank you so much uh, for taking your time and helping me answer this question. And I hope you at home, um, you got the answer that you were looking for. And do remember to catch burning questions um, on Instagram and facebook uh otherwise guys we'll check your eyes we'll check your eyes wowza we'll check you out next week wednesday at 6 p.m ciao